Hey, it's Greg Allen from the Electrician Success Academy. Did you know in the Academy Mastermind, we do weekly or fortnightly live business coaching as a group to all of our members. This is a chance for you to ask your questions and get industry experts to answer your questions directly, to inspire you, to motivate you, and give you guidance in what you need to know to move forward to that next step. This is the accountability that you need to become the best self and the best business person that you possibly can be. We also, at the end of each session, we break you out into little rooms where you can talk to another Academy Mastermind member and talk about your current challenges and get support and build friendships because that's what it's about. It's about collaborating and helping our industry become better. Talk to people from all over the world about what the industry is like in their country and find out tips that you didn't even know about. We hope to see you there and book in your free business strategy session today and we look forward to seeing you there. Cool. All right. Hi, everyone. We're here with Josh Horneman and Paul Clark. Thank you guys for joining us. I'm really excited to jump into some process delivery and things that we can do to make sure that when we're coming out of this crisis, how do we plan and prepare for the future? So really um, excited to jump into that and talk about those things. So thanks for joining us, guys. No worries. All right. So we wanted to talk about a little bit about your experience, Paul. You've already gone through a similar experience in terms of business experience in the past. Do you mind just sharing a little bit about that? Yeah, no problem at all. So, um, yeah, as you can probably tell by my accent, I'm originally from the UK and uh, I had built up four small companies and importantly traded those companies through that hideous GFC recession, which in the UK lasted seven years. I can remember in June 2007, the phone stopped, the purchase order stopped, the email request for projects stopped. Um, and everything came to a grinding halt and every single business contact that you spoke with had an identical um, set of challenges. So uh, it's pretty spooky how that is being mirrored right now with the COVID-19 issue. So um, yeah, that was a pretty scary time. And uh, businesses took a lot of really unprecedented and innovative measures to help them survive. And it was a case of survival just as it is now. Yeah, no, that's that's um, interesting that it's following the same sort of trend and we haven't hit that yet. And I know a lot of businesses out there probably haven't been around for 12 years or 13 years or whatever it was since then. So that's, that's you know, a new space for a lot of businesses. So um, so what are the sort of things that you went through to, you know, it must have been a, such a shock to you and was there a lot of hope in that as well? You're like, I hope it picks up, I hope it picks up or you just jump straight into sure. action? I think, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the time you have to think on your feet. Uh, similar to now, there was a lot of personal stress. You felt under pressure, uh, not least about your finances. And one of the measures that we took, in fact, fortunately, the only reason my businesses survived was uh, part of our business model. I had a, a, a very unusual marketing and uh, business software combined business under the same roof. But we actually allowed our customers to pay uh, on interest-free credit. So if someone raised a proposal for $24,000, let's say, we allowed them to pay that $24,000 by equal monthly installments of $2,000 a month for their projects. And we've been doing that for quite some time. That steadied our cash flow, and that enabled us to have a level of cash flow to maintain ourselves 
and our clients could manage that monthly expenditure to keep raising new projects instead of having to meet uh, spiked costs. So by flatlining, <clears throat> excuse me, as much as possible, uh, those payment terms, it was attractive to clients, it enabled them to carry on trading, and it enabled us to carry on trading. So that was just one example, one insight into how we personally survived that. Yeah, no, yeah, that's great innovative approach to making sure the finance worked for everyone and, and a point of difference for your customers to come and uh, use you over the competitors. So I think a lot of people are going to have to start creatively like that soon. Correct. And the other the other big message really is there is you, know, you have to look at your overheads. You have to slash your overheads to the absolute minimum immediately. You cannot carry stuff. Uh, unfortunately, it's a, not a very pleasant situation. Uh, but having had to sit across the table to to many you know to quite a few very good staff in in, in my instance. And have to tell them, let them know that we, you know, the, the business can't sustain uh, uh, their jobs. You know, we had to reduce our numbers, thankfully, just from 13 to 10, so it wasn't too bad for us. Yeah. Uh, but though those kind of measures, you, you, the the key message: do not delay those. Do not delay those because you have to plan for the future. You have to think about what happens during the during this recession and how you're going to equip yourself when things start to pick up. So were, did you have any warning, because at the moment we've got coronavirus is the, the core problem we've, we're facing right now and there's a, a, an obvious thing that's happening. Was there something like that for the GFC? Was there something like, you, like or did it just gradually, you said it stopped all of a sudden, didn't it? So, Yeah, I can remember. It, it actually happened within a six-week period. So actually it's quite very, very similar to what's happening right now. Uh, there was a six-week window when it really fell off a cliff, yeah. uh, and that was the honest truth. And it was the same experience for nearly every business contact I certainly had, and uh, my contacts were saying exactly the same thing. So there's a very, very strong correlation between what we're going through now uh, and the GFC. Thankfully, um, <laughs> this situation should resolve itself uh, rather quicker than GFC did, certainly in the UK, because it was absolutely horrendous for about six or seven years afterwards. And we have to remain optimistic, although things, you know, trading environments will change, the way that everyone adopts uh, digital will change and grow. Uh, as a result of this, I'm sure, remote working will probably increase. There's a whole range of things uh, that people are talking about on how to come out of this. But really, for businesses, um, regardless of the duration of this, preparing yourself for now and also preparing yourself for when things pick up is the absolute key. And mm -hmm. trying to fudge your way through the situation without a plan, in, without an immediate plan, and then without a forward plan is probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah, so, so not just trying to um, act reactively to things like, hey, let's try this, something new, let's try that for a couple of weeks, and then, no, that's not working, try this for a couple of weeks, and that's not working, you know, so, yeah. so great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if I can jump on that point, I think the the reaction the reaction side of things is driven by emotion, right? We're all in such emotive states at the moment, driven by media and news and information changing constantly, and that really really clouds business decisions, and particularly when it comes to managing that cash flow. And so Paul's point about letting staff go, it is it is a very challenging thing for small business. You know, usually you're employing a workforce under 20 maybe in size. And so you know everybody, you've got strong relationships. 
and holding on to every single individual in that staff at full rate, you know, paying them as much as you can because you want to help them out is a lovely thing to do, but that's not how your business survives this kind of thing. And you're seeing big businesses make tough decisions at the moment and let lots of people go um, because that's how they know they will survive. And so as a small business, you've really got to have, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's room for emotion and, and treating it the right way and going through the right process, but you've got to think about coming out the other end and being able to keep the five people that you might keep in a job and then bring those other people back when the opportunity arises. And, and you can't be making decisions that are hugely emotionally based on news and reacting and this is happening now, so I've got to do this, I've got to do that. That's just not how you're going to get through this process and come out the other side with you know opportunity ahead of you. Yeah. So there's some tough decisions to be made, um, but they're really, really critical ones.